Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Victoria Benyon, and the founder of the Victoria Benyon Podcast Booking Agency. And you're listening to The Best Guest, the podcast for business owners, creatives, and entrepreneurs who want to harness the power of podcasts to grow their platforms and increase their visibility. We're here to support you on your journey, bringing you actionable tips with each episode. Now, let's begin. Hello and welcome to today's episode of The Best Guest. I'm Victoria Benyon. And today I want to talk to you about fear. With Halloween less than a week away, this is something that's been on my mind as we've been planning our costumes. In our house, zombies is a great obsession. I mean the Disney films, Zombies 1, 2 and 3 with my children. And um, so I think we've got one Zed and one Addison coming up. But fear is interesting. I don't know about you, but I really like watching scary horror films. You experience a pounding heart, sweaty palms, butterflies in your stomach. And you experience that rush of endorphins and dopamine and a sense of euphoria when you've survived. Plus, I think also a sense of satisfaction and pride that you made it through. And that's not totally dissimilar to how it can feel when you're thinking about being a guest on a podcast. So I'd like to talk through five fears that often come up and how you can deal with them or reframe them. First up is the fear of public speaking, glossophobia. Well, firstly, I've got some good news. Podcasts are a one-on-one conversation. It's you and the host talking. So it can be really helpful to reframe it, think of it that way. Forget the hundreds, thousands of people that might listen to this episode When you're recording it, be in the now in your conversation with the host. That's something you do every day in your daily life. You can do that. Another way to help you deal with the fear is to prepare. Know your topics. Make notes on them beforehand. You could stick some bullet points around your screen. It's not a good idea to script it out because you're going to sound really wooden. But have some little prompts around you if that makes you feel more reassured. You could put post-its on your monitor, for example, or have a whiteboard on a stand behind your monitor. Just something that you can glance at as a prompt. Really know what you're talking about. For some people, it can make sense to write out answers beforehand just as part of getting it into your brain. It really depends how, how your brain works. Another way to reduce fear is to know the format of the podcast. So ask the host, is it video or audio so that you can be prepared? Know if it's live or if it's edited. Again, this can provide some comfort. Another fear that comes up is the fear of pitching and being rejected. So there are ways you can lessen this. Not every pitch is going to land with a yes, but Do your research, make sure that you're approaching the right shows. Have a look at what they have already covered. What can you add to the conversation and make sure you include this in your pitch and talk about not just yourself, but what you will do for the show. Would you share it with your audience, for example? And if you're really uncomfortable with the thought of rejection, get someone else to pitch for you. This is something that we do. Number three, another fear that comes up can be not knowing the answer. What if a host asks me something that I don't know? 
And you know, that does happen from time to time. So you can handle it like a politician. Now, Sally, the real question is, and you can take it off on that angle, or you can just say, "Mm, that's an interesting question. I'll have to get back to you on that. Everyone wants the podcast interview, the conversation to be a success. No one's looking to trip you up. So don't spend a lot of time worrying on this. Number four, we've had clients worried about sharing something that's wrong. My mentors, Andrew and Pete, had some great advice that they offer on this. They suggest if you share what you know, you can never be wrong. Let that sink in for a minute. So if you're talking about a specific example of something that you've seen, that can't be queried. That's what you know. I listened to them on a podcast talking about a launch. What's the right number of subscribers or people in your community that you need to make a launch a success? And they said, we've seen a launch work with X number of subscribers. And we've also seen a launch not work with this number of subscribers. So actually base it on what you know, what you've seen. And number five, of course, imposter syndrome is real. We've had clients worry that they're not the leading expert. And Denise Duffield-Thomas has some really great advice about this. She says, you do not have to be the only voice on a topic. You don't have to be the one sole guru. You can be a voice contributing to mindset, to conversations about boundaries or leadership. You are bringing your thoughts, your take on it, your experience and your angle. And that is enough. So I hope that you found these tips helpful. Thank you very much for listening. And I will talk to you again next week. Have a great Halloween. Visit www.victoriabenyon.com to book a free podcast guesting strategy session with one of our team. Using the information you provide when you book, we'll get to know you and your business better so you get the most value from your strategy call. You will come away from this 30-minute session with huge value. We'll share our top tips for being a podcast guest and up to five suggestions of perfect fit podcasts you can approach. Thank you so much for listening to the Best Guest Podcast today. I'll talk to you again in the next episode.